This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Sochet. Episode 182 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by Bluehost. The best web hosting for just $3.95 a month, Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the Bluehost picture today for more information. Hello, Social Pack. Welcome to this week. And this week we are talking about efficiency. You know, it's one thing to make sure that you are fully staffed and there all the time and ready to answer customer questions and providing the best service that you can. But it's another thing to make sure that you're doing it as efficiently as possible. And efficiency is very important because all of our companies are here either for profit or to maximize contributions and donations that have been made to non-profit or not-for-profit companies. So we all need to be making sure that we are being as efficient with the tools that we have as possible. And all the episodes for this week are episodes that I have curated that you can listen to and make sure that you are maximizing efficiency with your digital and social customer care program. So sit back with your cup of coffee and have a listen. So let's get into today's inspiration. Today's inspiration comes to us from Paul J. Meyer, who said, Productivity is never an accident. It is always the result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort. And our book of the day is by Chris Bailey titled The Productivity Project, Accomplishing More by Managing Your Time, Attention, and Energy. I've put together five secret components of productivity to share with you. I've thought about what have I learned from the Mastery Journal, what have I taken in from other sources, and what have I come up with on my own that I can share with you to help you be more productive in your day-to-day. The first thing that I will share with you is you've got to make up your mind that you're just going to do it. At least that's the way that it is with me. Once I've decided in my mind that this is what's going to happen and this is how it's going to be, that's when things really start to kick in and get in the right gear and move forward for me. So it's all about organization from this sense of getting your desire organized in your mind, making sure that you know that this is what you want, this is what needs to happen, and you are all in for making it happen. And then once you've got that desire set in stone, then you really need to organize your priorities. Our lives are full of competing priorities, just begging for our attention. Even our computers these days are set up to interrupt us. 
As I'm recording podcasts for you, I'm getting email notifications popping up while I'm talking to you. So even if people are not interrupting us, then we've got email that's vying for our attention. We have the phone that's ringing. There's somebody coming to our office to have a chat with us. All of these priorities are happening and we have to make sure that we know how to organize our priorities throughout the day to make sure that we get done what we need to do. Another thing that we've got to organize are our decisions. We have to make sure that the decisions that we're making are thoughtful and careful so that we are laddering back to the priorities that we've chosen and the desire that we've stated. And time. That's right. There's only 24 hours in a day. But you know, isn't it interesting that there are people that can squeeze every ounce out of those 24 hours in a day and you look at them and wonder how in the world they are able to accomplish all of that in just 24 hours. And it's really all about perspective, isn't it? It's about the perspective that you put things in and it's about organizing that time in a very deliberate manner. We also have to do the same thing with our thoughts. I don't know about you, but with all these distractions that come in, sometimes your thoughts can go sideways with those distractions. When the phone rings, you lose your train of thought. When someone comes and asks you if you want to go get a slice of pizza for lunch, you think, ooh, pizza sounds really good. And sometimes your thoughts get in the way and you've got to get those thoughts organized around your original primary objective, which you have decided from your desire is whatever it is that you have decided we're working on. Also, try to get organized your environment. It is really true that if you have got a lot of clutter in your environment, it leads to a lot of clutter in your mind. Also, if you've got your office door open and people can just pop by all hours of the day, then they tend to do that. So it's not about closing the door all the time, but it's around being intentional about the times that your environment is open and when your environment is closed. And we'll talk more about that in a little bit. So this organization really is the first stepping stone to making sure that you are able to set yourself up for success in the world of productivity. Now, the next secret, the second secret of productivity is the whirlwind. If you refer back to episode one, Socially Supportive and 4DX, I explain, according to Frankie, what the whirlwind is. I recommend that you listen to that episode, but for our purposes right now, I'll just share with you that the whirlwind is essentially everything that's in your day-to-day that you need to be taken care of, that you are responsible for. It's picking your kids up from soccer. It's making sure that you make it on time to that meeting. It's remembering that you've got to finish the report. It's buying a cake for your employee's birthday. All of these things are all pieces of the whirlwind. But what we do is make sure that while we're taking care of all the whirlwind items, we choose just one task that we want to accomplish and focus on that one task only. And speaking of focus, John Lee Dumas in his mastery journal talks to us about what focus means to him. It's following one course 
And it speaks back to the whirlwind where we focus on just that one item and the vision that's given to you in the four disciplines of execution book, which is where the whirlwind concept was first shown to me is you have this vision in your mind of a whirlwind where all of these items are swirling around in this whirlwind. And you picture yourself just reaching up. It would be so funny if you could see me on video right now. I'm reaching up into the air and picking something out of my imaginary whirlwind. I don't know why I have to do this for you when I'm recording this on audio, but here I am picking this imaginary thing out of the air. So you reach up and you pick this imaginary item up out of the air and bring it down and you hold on to it and you can't let go of it until it's time to let go. So envision that in your mind. That's really what we're talking about. That's what's happening there. And you focus on that one thing until you have got it under control, got it the way that you wanted to, reached your goal, and then you reach back up and you put it back in the whirlwind. The four disciplines of execution says you should limit the number of tasks that you're working on to just a few. I say start with just one, focus all the way on it, and then just let the rest of the whirlwind happen because you can't stop the whirlwind. You've got to handle your day to day, but add just that one extra thing. Now, how can you add that one extra thing? Where do you find the time to do that? Because that's what I think when people have these grand thoughts for us where they go, oh, well, just add one extra thing. And you think, where am I supposed to find the time to add that one extra thing? I'm barely able to do what I'm doing. Here's a trick that I will tell you about that other podcasters that I talk to have taught me. It's batching. What do I mean by batching? I explain it to my children as putting like things together. There was an episode a while ago where I think I talked about explaining to my children about cleaning their room. And I would say, you know, put clean clothes back in the drawer and put your toys back in the toy box and put your shoes back in the closet, put like things together. And because I said it in that succession, I thought that they knew that that meant that putting like things together meant sorting things in different piles. But, you know, they're seven now, they're twin seven-year-old girls. And so one of them asked me the other day when I told them that they needed to clean their room and put like things together, one of them said, Mommy, what does put like things together mean? And I thought, oh, wow, well, it's probably been really hard to clean your room if you didn't know that piece. So we need to make sure that we put like things together is the moral of that story. What do I mean by that in this case? I mean, when you have a task to complete, for example, maybe you need to get some reports done, only work on reports for one hour. Don't answer the phone. Don't return an email. Don't get distracted by a text. Don't watch a funny video on Facebook. Just work on those reports for one hour. And then the other thing with batching is only answer emails for 15 minutes, right? So you're done with the reports. Then after that, you're just going to answer emails for 15 minutes. Another example is what I'm doing right now. Today, I am recording five podcast episodes all in one day. I don't do that every time, but when time allows, getting everything together and doing it in an assembly line fashion can really help you. I wrote all of the show notes and then I came and recorded all of the episodes all in a row, making sure that everything was lined up because then the microphone's already on, you've already got your recording studio set up, everything's good to go. And so it saves time because 
of the economies of scale. You've already saved all of the time from having to do those other tasks over and over again. And it feels great when it's done. And your mind doesn't have to switch from one mode to another. You're already in that zone. So that's the fourth of five secrets. Batch those things together and be very determined about the way that you're doing it. Now, the fifth of five secret components of productivity I was first introduced to in John Lee Dumas's Mastery Journal. It's called the Pomodoro Technique, P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O. According to Wikipedia, the Pomodoro Technique is a time management method developed by Francesco Cirillo in the late 1980s. The technique uses a timer to break down work into intervals, traditionally 25 minutes in length, separated by short breaks. Now, the length of the minutes of your work interval can vary depending on what you do, what you're working on, and what works well for you. For example, John Lee Dumas talks about how he always uses a 48-minute work sprint followed by 12-minute short breaks. I also do this, but you don't have to do it this way. And if you're temporarily working on something where it seems like it would make more sense for you to have shorter or longer work sprints, you can adjust as you need to. There are timers that you can download on your computer that will help you to keep track of this. I'll have a link to one of them in the show notes for you. So if you just head over to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 92, right by the Pomodoro Technique section, I'll just throw one of the, I think it's called the tomato timer. I'll throw a link in there for you so that you can have it. It works wonders. And here's an example of how this works out for you. If you're in the office, you take a one hour conference call, you know that you're going to be on this conference call heads down for an hour. So you take your one hour conference call, but then you get up and you do something completely different. Take a break to meet a friend for a coffee break, for example, get up, get away from your desk and go have a cup of coffee after this conference call. The theory is when you come back, you are more refreshed, you are more focused, and you are ready to get to work. This breaking up of the work cycles is what causes you to be so much more efficient. If you work from home, for example, you could work on maybe a proposal for 48 minutes or do whatever chunk of work you do for 48 minutes. Then when it's time to take a break, you could go have a cup of coffee or have a chat on the phone. Or if you want to, you could work in folding a load of laundry because then you don't have to do it later. I'll tell you as a personal example, I once wrote and recorded a podcast in one of my Pomodoro sessions and then I went outside and I swept the deck and put the cushions back on the patio furniture out there. And it was great to me because it was warm enough to work outside But I had been unable to get done with getting the patio swept and cleaned off and the furniture cleaned for several weeks. So I was missing all this time out in the sunshine on the deck where I could have been working. Well, when you're doing this technique, if you think to put it in there, it really only took me 12 minutes, but I hadn't been able to find that 12 minutes before because I hadn't scheduled it in. So These five techniques may not sound like a lot to you, but I will tell you that if you head back over and listen to episode 90, The Mastery Journal, the number of things that I tell you that I have been able to accomplish is so much more than I would have ever thought possible. And it's just from putting in these five techniques. 
organizing, making a determination in my mind that this is what I'm going to do, using the whirlwind concept from the four disciplines of execution, using John Lee Dumas's focus, follow one course until success, using batching that other fellow podcasters have told me about, and then using the Pomodoro technique. So there you have it. Implement these techniques. Think over the weekend about how you can implement some of these and how this will work for you. And then we should be able to get through so much more as we're working through these podcast episodes together. Today's episode was brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So, head on over to sociallysupportive.com and click the picture for craftbeerclub.com today to learn more. All right, guys, there you have it. One more episode to help you maximize the efficiency of operation of your digital and social customer care team. Make sure you tune in next time to get the latest tips, tricks, and technology for running your digital and social customer care program. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Soche. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.